would like to just share some of the uh, advice that Geshe gives in clear light of bliss, based on the advice and experience of the previous um, Mahamudra meditators. Remember I said the, the Mahamudra meditators don't really give much in the way of intellectual explanation, but they do give some very powerful examples and metaphors and analogies that illustrate the experience they're having and guide us into uh, uh, sharing that experience. Maybe you're already familiar with the fact that in Mahamudra, um, the mind itself is often likened to water. And we often we talk about the mind in general as being like an ocean, or the root mind at the heart as being like an ocean from which all mental activity arises, just as waves arise within the ocean. The waves are not a separate entity from the ocean, they arise from the ocean and dissolve back in. This uh, concept is used a lot in a practical way by Mahamudra meditators to deal with um, the interference that comes from uh, conceptual distraction. At the beginning, well, uh, for quite a ways in, conceptual distraction is um, an obstacle to attaining tranquil abiding, the mind finally settling um, on its object. In Clear Light of Bliss, Keshe talks about um, what he calls three labels that are used. It's slightly different ways, but basically with the same meaning. Three labels that are used traditionally by Mahamudra meditators. I find this very, very useful, very practical advice. <clears throat> so we're going to look at that in this session, try to use it, and then in the next session, some more examples from Saraha, uh, or practical examples on how to use metaphors, analogies, to stabilize our meditation. Kesha says, in the Mahamudra texts, three terms or labels are used to describe how tranquil abiding meditation is maintained. What are those labels? Abiding, moving, mixing. <laughs> they, they, they find in their meditation, they experience abiding, moving, mixing. And this can be understood in slightly different ways, but in the end of the day, it comes down to the same thing. So the basic understanding is this. Abiding refers to remaining single-pointedly on the held object of meditation, abiding. So um, after a little bit, um, we are seeking, finding, holding, remaining. There comes a point where, at least for a short time, it feels as if our mind is settled. There appears this vast, um, uh, the mind, like empty space. So abiding means remaining single-pointedly on the held object of meditation, moving to conceptual thoughts arising 
while we remain on the object. Okay, so conceptual thoughts we can have like total distraction, we've totally forgotten the object of meditation. Here we're talking about we're, we're remaining on the object, in this case the mind itself, and then some movement starts. The movement of the conceptual thoughts beginning to arise, beginning to disturb the single-pointedness of our concentration. A mixing refers to the dissolution of these conceptual thoughts back into the root mind, the object of Mahamudra meditation. Okay, so we feel, you know, Geshe says that from, from the root mind, all mental activity arises. So when a conceptual distraction arises, and the earlier we can detect it, the better. What is a conceptual distraction? It's, just, it's mind. Where's it come from? It's come from the root mind. Where does the wave come from? It's ocean, actually, isn't it? It's come from the ocean. Leave it alone, it'll dissolve back into the ocean. Where do our conceptual thoughts come from? They arise from the mind. Because they are the nature of the mind, eventually they dissolve back into the root mind. This is our object of meditation. So this is, well, I can't find a, a more suitable word to describe this experience other than cool. It, it's just so cool because normally we get troubled when the mind starts moving and we start going over out and collecting antidotes and solutions. Mahamudra, stay cool. <laughs> What's happening? Some bubble coming. Leave it. It will dissolve back in. So we don't pursue these conceptual distractions. We remain still. And because it's arisen from the nature of the mind, it will dissolve back into the mind. So a specific example is given. Um, they say, they use the analogy of a pond. Or we can use the analogy of a glass of sparkling water if we want. They say, abiding corresponds to the water being still and clear. Okay, get the analogy first and then apply it to your meditation. Abiding, the water of the pond, is still and clear. Moving refers to the formation of bubbles at the bottom of the pond. Okay, so it does, the, the mind is, the pond is still still and clear, but there's some movement happening, some activity. The formation of bubbles at the bottom of the pond and their rising to the surface. Mixing to the bursting of these bubbles and their dissolving back into the water. That's the same. So we can think, we are meditating. We have a little bit of stillness. Where our mind is focused on the mind, on clarity. And then some movement of conceptual activity, conceptual distraction begins. So if we remain calm, understand 
Where has this conceptual activity come from? What is it? It's just mind. Where did it come from? From the mind itself, we can say, if we like, from the root mind. If we don't do anything, if we don't follow, if we don't engage, those thoughts will naturally subside like bubbles dissolving at the top when they float to the top. Water bubbles dissolve. Where do they go? They just dissolve back into the water. So the important thing is to remain focused. So this is activity that we're still focused, but now there begins this distracting activity. As soon as we detect that, then the important thing is to remain still, remain focused on the mind. Don't follow the conceptual distractions. Maybe with Gesha says, with one corner of your mind you can watch, but you don't take your main mind off the object. Your main mind is focused on the object of meditation, which in this case is the mind. You don't take your mind off that. You become aware through the power of alertness, mental factor alertness, you become aware of this movement. And you can check. Geshe says with one corner of your mind, you can keep an eye on this activity without distracting. And then just watch. Watch the thought arise. So there's a kind of dispassionate relationship with these thoughts when we, when we meditate like this. We don't engage them. We just watch them. 